Welcome to the Sports Fan Radio podcast. Cooter and the panel previewed the Wimbledon Grand Slam tennis tournament, particularly looking at the Australian players and their chances of success. Thanks for having us. It's nice to be back. You're right. We're coming up to Wimbledon and it is still the best tournament in the world. Ignore what anyone else says about the Australian Open being a players tournament. Um, the grass of, uh, of Wimbledon or SW19 is where the action will be for the next fortnight. Okay, let's look at uh, the women's side of the draw to start with. Six Aussie women in mm. draw, four through the qualifiers. Does that say something about the quality of the player? Because uh, it would seem to me we've only got two able to get in on their own merit. Oh, and I think, Professor, the other thing is that you might find that uh, those two that got through, one might be a wild card as well. So I think the judge was spoken about this previously, that our significant lack of depth when it comes to tennis right at the moment. We've got a lot of players that are sitting like just outside the top 100 or near the top 100. It does get them entry, but uh, certainly our, our women's uh, stocks at the moment are fairly low when you consider that there's no Ash Barty. All intensive purposes would still be number one in the world. I was interested to see the history of Zoe Hives. Mm. Uh, the Ballarat girl, she's ranked 572 in the world, but she's had two years off with a rather nasty condition that she's had to battle. Um, and, a, mm. and an ongoing condition, but uh, she's drawn the short straw with uh, playing uh, the fifth-ranked Maria Sakari from, from Greece. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure we'd call that the pool of death, Professor, but um, it's, it's a pretty tough one when you get the first round and you've gone through the three matches of qualifying and uh, you come up against one of the best players in the world. But she's up for the challenge. She'll be match-hardened after playing qualifiers. Um, we always talk about the qualifying tournament as being one of the best standards of tennis. Uh, it's free to go and watch. Uh, the Australian Open is the same. And they're guaranteed some pretty good prize money for losing in the first round. Um, so Zoe's obviously played a lot of tennis around Melbourne and, uh, as you mentioned, has been injured. But I think one thing that the Australians do well is that they travel, they play all the satellite tournaments to get their ranking points, and they just bust a boiler. Um, so she'll give her it all. Hopefully she can win. Um, tough match, but <clears throat> on grass, uh, Judge, we talk about grass often. Um, we certainly don't see the path to the net worn as much as what it used to be when you're looking back at the prior years. Um, and oh, who absolutely knows? Cooter. Absolutely, Kuda. In fact, um, isn't it interesting that the uh, you look at, at the honour board Australian tennis, it's, it's, it's really built around grass and uh, built around grass country. Uh, regional, rural players, and uh, we look at tennis these days. Tennis has been decimated uh, in the country. I can tell you that. And um, I think suburban, you know more about that than I do, but suburban tennis is nowhere near as strong. But uh, your grass, it's just, it's just not a, a feature now of Australia. Well, well, Judge, I'm trying to think, and this might be something for the next fortnight, is that if we were to look at who a serve volleyer is at the moment, I think you struggle to name anyone. Um, like the other night, they were mentioning about uh, Pat Rafter. Now, Pat Rafter surveyed everything. Um, and he's play at the net. He made, him, he made tennis watchable, Pat Rafter. Yeah, that's, the, that's the point. It's watchable. Um, and, and the brother's verve, uh, I was going to say Misha, but so the brother can actually serve volley, but not much else. So I think from a women's perspective, uh, Professor, and I think that it's hard to go past number one seed Swiatek, um, who's who's had an amazing run since uh, the Australian Open. 
um, when she read the news of uh, Ash Barty's retirement, I think she would have done a happy dance, but at the same time, of course, said that she was disappointed that her number one rival was retiring. Um, but she's a, she's a machine. Um, she doesn't make unforced errors. She makes you make unforced errors. And um, on the grass where it really doesn't matter if you can volley or not, um, I think she'll, uh, she'll win the tournament comfortably. Obviously, the English hoping for their young girl, Radescu, who all of a sudden this time has actually found a little bit of form after winning the US Open last year. So um, no, it'll certainly be interesting to see what happens going forward. It seemed a bit of a love fest when uh, Barty retired. That's why they're hoping that Serena comes back to add a bit of aggro to the tour because they're all just loving each other. And it's like Hallmark card stuff. Where, where's it's, the aggro? No, there's no real aggro at the moment. Oh, well, certainly not when you look across the other side of the drawer, uh, Paul. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty – it should be a pretty clear-cut tournament. I think at the end of the day, um, you'll, you'll see Swiatek uh, win the tournament and um, she may not drop a set. That's how com- That's how easily she's winning things at the moment. Dude, how good is she, Swiatek, on the grass? She's, she's proven herself elsewhere, but um, is she as strong on the grass? Oh, she's rock solid, uh, Judge. Yeah. At the end of the day, she's just – there's not many things that can beat her. Um, she's got a big forehand, um, consistent both sides of the body, um, and, and she's solid on the serve. So, um, And the other thing is that – the girls don't dish up much different than hitting the ball back down the middle of the court. Um, it's like at times they've got a ball machine at the other end. Um, mm. So that's where Ash Barty, and we talked about it previously, is that Ash offers something so different to what other players do, whether it's the volleying, um, the slice backhand on the grass obviously is one of the most effective weapons. And we watch Federer do it all the time with that slice backhand that makes players bend their knees and move forward. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't see her being beaten, uh, to be honest, Judge, and um, I'm not sure what she's uh, paying, obviously, gamble responsibly, but um, I think you'd have a little bit on her for sure. The other girls, or the other women representing Australia, um, Cooter, I might take you through yeah. some of them. Uh, Madison English came through the qualifiers. She's currently ranked 115 in the world. Um, her best result um, is the third round at the Australian Open this year. So she's in a, she's in a good bit of form. Um, how, how, far, how will she go in the tournament? Only 24? She's only, yeah, she's only 24, and she's another one of these Australians that's had to battle to get there and obviously overcome some injuries along the way as well. So... Um, uh, grass, as we said, grass is a different tournament. We've all grown up on it in Australia. Um, she's probably played on it more than what some of the other players have. But the grass courts aren't quick these days, Professor. The grass courts are actually, like I shouldn't say slow, but they don't have that pace that they had in prior years where you could actually um, challenge the oppositions. And there's more rallies than what there ever, ever has been on grass. So, like, you can't say she's not a chance, but will she win the first round? Let's hope. Let's let's hope we get a couple through. So you've got her. Um, obviously, you've got uh, Dasha, um, Daria Saville, um, who, who I believe of, from memory got a wild card in. Um, she's won a couple of matches, but she's up and down like a, a, a yo-yo at times, uh, Dasha. Um, 
you don't know what you're going to get. So again, another one that may be able to win a round. Well, um, Kuda, her, her best is a third round at Wimbledon in 2018. So uh, when she's got into the tournament, she hasn't got all that far. No, and third, but third round's a, third round's a terrific effort. Um, but again, she's just another one that's probably around the second to third round, Professor. Uh, um, I don't. Of the, of the Aussie imports, uh, <laughs> Kuda, I. I I would have thought that uh, Tom Lanovic has got the uh, goods to maybe go further than most of the others because she did make the quarterfinals last year. Um, yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, Yossi imports, geez, Professor. Um, we have got a uh, production line uh, for them. Um, she's another one that just doesn't have the consistency to, to perform at the highest level. Um, I hope that she sort of continues to string some matches together. Um, she looks good when she's on court, but another one of these that just doesn't grind victories. I think that's important when you're talking about grand slams and, and winning, winning ugly at times as well. Profess is certainly something that has to happen. And uh, as Australians, I don't think we do that enough. Well, the, uh, the fact is, Kuda, that Tom Lanovic is the only Australian to get through on her ranking. Uh, Savile got the wild card and the other four all came through the qualifiers. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dire situation at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. Australian, Australian tennis, like, it's interesting that we haven't heard much from um, the CEO of late, have we? You might, you might just remind the listener who that person is. Oh, sorry. Yep, so the CEO of Australian Tennis is also the tournament director, uh, Craig Tiley. Um, so Australian Tennis at the moment, we have a Grand Slam and we have a Summer of Tennis, but outside of that, you may be forgetting that ten- forgotten that tennis actually exists within this country. Well, I, ha- I had, Kuda, you're right. Kuda, Tennis Australia um, is the Australian Open. I think yeah, they see their... their- a raison d'etre is to actually run a good Australian Open and remind the world that we've still got tennis, but that's about it. Well, the other thing, um, Judge, is that who knew Wimbledon was actually on? <laughs> like, it's hardly been publicised within the country because um, we've got no one that will win it. Imagine if Ash Barty was still playing. They would have been publicising the living suitcases out of it. Hey. So I, I think... From a women's perspective, you'd be happy to get a couple of players through the first round, Professor, but I can't see that happening. Um, we, should, we should mention the other two Australians in the draw, Astra Sharma, yes. the 26-year-old from Perth, and Jamie Fawless from Melbourne. Yeah, so Jamie Fawless is an Eastern Suburbs girl. Um, again, boys, you, uh, you'd have to get on the train or move out of the city, the suburb, the city to, to know where that is. Um, but she's another one of these... Where was that? I missed it. Suburbs. The suburbs. Okay. So. Like, Where do you think Professor doesn't exactly live in the CBD? I'm excluding. Of course I'm excluding him. I'm not giving you two, uh, you two city dwellers a, a free passing. Oh, come on. <laughs> Blue collar boy from the Shire. Come on. Um, leg. Simple game for simple people. <laughs> so she's, a, she's, a, she's a, uh, a young girl who, again, has had to fight for everything. Um, there's a lot of people within Melbourne that will be very excited to watch her play. And again, hopefully she's one that can get through. And, and Sharma's another one, um, Professor, that looks good on court, but just can't string anything together. 
So, I, as I said, I hope, I hope, but I, I'm pretty doubtful that we'll uh, get many through to uh, the second second round. Um, potentially, potentially won't have anyone in the. Uh, well, we definitely won't have anyone in the second week of the tournament in the females. Uh, last question on the women before we move on to the men: Has the tournament suffered because there's no Ash Barty, there's no Naomi Osaka, uh, there's no Williams? Uh, there's no, oh, there's no headliner. I think when you you take those sort of players out of it, there's there's no doubt that's going to have an impact upon the tournament. Um, but at the same time, you don't you then have to make a tournament with what you've got. Um, so they they should be like Swiatek. She's going for world records, I think, of matches <coughs> one in a row. Um, obviously, she can't win the uh, the calendar Grand Slam. Um, she might be able to win a, a Grand Slam down the track. Excuse me, down the track. But at the moment, obviously, she's um, she's going to. Uh, I think she'll win it. Um, and the headlines will be, yeah, she's just a good player, clear number one in the world at the moment. All right. Um, looking at the men's side of the draw, Kuda, nine men in the Wimbledon draw, which is a terrific effort. Um, apart from De Menor and Kyrgios, though. Uh, I think anybody else will struggle to get past the second round at the best. Yeah, it's it's like as you said, um, the numbers of players that we've actually got in the tournament's terrific. Um, we've got a lot that have come through qualifying, uh, which which obviously is. I, I don't know if people understand qualifying and how hard it is. Um, it's three three matches against people that are grinding away for their careers. Um, and if you're not in the top, I think it's the top 100 or 98 in the world, then you don't automatically qualify for Wimbledon or the Grand Slam. So you've then got to go through either hope for a, a wild card, which is determined around um, the nations, swapping them with Grand Slams. And then secondly is you've got to then rely on making it through uh, qualifying. So players like a Jason Kubler um, are qualified overnight. Uh, Max, uh, I was going to say Max Saville. It's not, it's uh, Max Max Purcell, the other part of that, that doubles pair that had a great tournament two years ago at the Australian Open, um, he's qualified this time. So, yeah, obviously it's like to qualify is an amazing effort to be able to walk through the hallowed halls of of uh, Wimbledon. Um, it's an, it is just an amazing place to, to play tennis and the, the history around it. So, uh, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of the actual experience of Wimbledon. Um, and qualifying, Kuda, we should make sure the viewers understand that it's not one a one-round qualifier, it's three rounds. Yeah, so you've got to win three matches, and they're the best of three. Uh, no, sorry, the best of five, sorry, even there. So you've got to play a lot of tennis to qualify, and um, as we said, it's exciting. It is brilliant to watch. Uh, can Kyrgios get out of the first week? Uh, he'll get out of the first week, um, <coughs> but I can't see him going past the sort of the fourth round, third or fourth round. Um, Nick, Nick on the grass is obviously a pretty tough equation. Um, he will smash rackets in every match, let's, let's be honest. Um, he will get code violations and probably lose some points along the way. But have a look at the people that are watching his match and um, he's an absolute draw card. Uh, was set it time and time again. Um, that he's someone that people go to watch. Now, judge, you get a new girlfriend. Well, he's loved up at the moment. Uh, oh. 
uh, Paul. So if you are on Instagram, which I know you would be, um, he's uh, all over Instagram with his girlfriend and they're um, traveling the world together and they're in love. So um, He was on another platform not long ago, a paid content one, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Well, of course, well, of course, him and um, him and the mate. Uh, what's his name? The 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 nut job, Tomich. Uh, oh, Bernie. They'll, they'll have their million dollar match play uh, coming up shortly. I would suggest so. Um, but yeah, he he should go okay, Professor. Obviously, I think the special K's are playing doubles together. Um, so on the grass, I suspect they would be fairly handy. Um, in fact, I should say they'd be very handy on the grass. Um, big serves can make returns. Um, so maybe it's doubles. So John Pierce obviously is our highest ranked doubles player at the moment. Uh, him and Philippe uh, have had a pretty tough run the last few tournaments. But once you get the Grand Slams, uh, yeah, you you lift. So hopefully they can go a little bit further than what they did at the Australian Open. Now, Judge, I saw you raise your eyebrows when Kuda said that uh, Kyrgios would get out of the first week. Uh, what were your th- what were the thoughts going through your head at that stage? I, I think it's a certainty. Uh, with, with, with Kyrgios, you don't know what you're going to get, uh, what he's going to serve up, uh, literally. In fact, his, his whole game depends upon his, his serve. And the other person that happens to get it back, he's sort of like, oh, <laughs> what's plan B on the serve? Uh, I'm not sure, Kuda, whether he'll actually get, get past the first week. Um, he, he's, he's certainly unique, but it, I just wonder about his preparation, fitness, dedication, all the sorts of things that, you know, the Federer's got he, he doesn't have and has kept him in good stead. And he's not a teenager anymore. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think his world ranking uh, is where it's probably supposed to be. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. Grass is his best surface. Uh, and, he's, and his game works best on grass, I think. But I, I'm just not certain about getting to the second week. But, yeah. He's... He's uh, his game on grass. He brings a lot of uh, a lot to the equation, doesn't he? The the drop shots, the slice, the volleying, um, and of course, um, when you've got a serve like him, um, it's pretty pretty easy, isn't it? This game at times. When you say what's most important is serve, I think it's it's how many roos are loose in the top paddock. I think it's the most important <laughs> whether he's on or not. That that would be yeah. before he picks the racket up. I think it's more important. We just don't need any celebrities in the front row at Wimbledon, do we? <laughs> like the days of um, Merritt Chaffin. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. see as many women at Hugh Hefner's place. No, no. Gee, that's that's Peter, going is, back, is it, isn't it? Is it about time we got rid of the mixed doubles at uh, Grand Slam events? In, in that the care factor, I think, is truly zero. Care <laughs> factor zero. Um, mixed doubles. Um, <laughs> Tell us one of our pairs. Tell us one of the Australian pairs that we've got in there, or who are the the, the top guns, the top. Seeds. Yeah, it's it's well, it's mainly built off the back of the men, the top men in the world in doubles. So yeah, like your Maddie and your Pavic, and um, so Piers and these sorts of players, they play with the top female players as well. So they're actually it's actually pretty good doubles. Um. And having watched some at the Australian Open uh, this year, um, it is good doubles, but it doesn't get any publicity or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah. No, right. let's, 
it's good for the tournament. It's good for the tournament because you actually get tennis on the outside court. So there you go. And you get to watch some of the best doubles players in the world. All right, Kuda. Now, we've spent a lot of time talking about Nick Kyrgios, but uh, we do have a seated player in the draw, seated number 19, Alex Demonor. Is there any reason that people spend more time talking about Kyrgios than Demonor when Demonor's ranked our highest player in the world? Um, he's just a nice player. He's a nice person, Alex. That may be why, our Professor. Yeah. He's a good um, bloke. Well, he could be a good bloke. I don't know. Of, uh, but he works, obviously, he works with Leighton uh, Hewitt. Um, he's got that sort of Leighton Hewitt uh, style where he's not big. He's, um, his game is built around his wheels and being able to get everything back. Um, the thing with Alex is that his serve can be a, a strength and a weakness at times. Um, and, and that's not saying the bleeding obvious, but when he serves well, he probably plays well. Um, and he's able to get free points. I think that's the thing with Wimbledon and Grand Slams as well, is the ability to get free points. Um, if you can hold serve easy, then you've got a chance to obviously have a crack at the the serve of the return of the, of your opponent. Um, and unfortunately for Alex, that's probably he's someone that's always grinding matches out. He plays long, hard, and the game style he has is intent, labour intensive. So he will. He'll probably win a couple of rounds, Professor. Um, but I can't see, again, his seeding of 19, he probably won't get further than, say, the third round. Which is being unkind to him. Has, do you think he may have beat Demon Orr? Let me just explain yeah. why I say that. His game is so labour-intensive mm. that... And he's not going to get any taller. He probably won't get that much bigger, and he's not going to get that more aggressive. I think he's a nice guy. I just can't see that his game will, will take him much further. Uh, and it's a hard one because it's such an it is an individual sport, and so unlike your rugby leagues or your team sports, where you need a player like an Alex Demonar to to get to that next level, I don't think he will. Like you rely on him in Davis Cup. Because he's just a gun when it comes to representing the country. Hmm. Uh, that Lord, what is that? What was that tournament? The ATP Cup, the start of the year. So that's what I mean. So he's one of these players that's just going to be a nice player um, who's going to make a good career out of it, but won't be top 10, 20. Uh, he's seeded 19, but um, is he a top 20 player in the world? Um, I would probably say he's not. Um, but he's good. I don't mind watching him. Hmm. No, I, I agree. Um, Professor... You know what you're going to get, sorry, Judge. I should say, hey, you right? know what you're going to get. You know what you're going yes. to get with Alex Demon. So, you know you're going to get 100% commitment um, and that he will leave everything on the court and ignore everything else. Yeah, unfortunately, Kyrgios leaves his rackets on the court. But that's that's another another problem that he, he doesn't have. Um, it's interesting, a younger viewer's professor wouldn't know this, but when I was... A young tacker. Three of the four majors were grass. Um, Wimbledon's now becoming a sort of an outlier, um, and it just seems to me, Kuda, that when you're saying about the slow courts, that we, we're actually getting an entirely different game these days. Yeah. Where it's almost a replica of the hard court clay court games, where the rallies go, you know, ten shots of the norm. Ne- never happened. That's what, I think Australians just aren't superior on grass anymore, and, and that's party. So that. 
Well, well, remember what we've tried to do at the Australian, oh, not, I was going to say the Australian Tennis Centre, the um, at Flinders Park or Melbourne Park, whatever they call it, is that we tried installing clay courts there as part of our, um, mm. our program to improve. Now, now, I'm not sure how that's worked. Or I was going to say, results, go. <laughs> results would say it hasn't. Um, well, of course, the other one, um, Judge, is if we go back, didn't we hire um, a Spanish pl- a player to work in our high performance? Uh, squ- or our high performance? Um, I was going to say it's not Sergei Bregera, but it was of that ilk and that era yeah. of a clay quarter that we hired yeah. to try and work with our players. Now, that's not going to work in Australia because we don't have the courts. That this, this Popperin is the one that professor we haven't talked about, but he's grown up on the courts overseas. He spent hardly any time within Australia. Yeah. All right, Kuda, we might uh, wrap up the men. I'm going to go through the um, nine men that we've got. <coughs> I'd like you to tell me how far you think they'll get. So we've got... Yep. Start off with Max Purcell, who's never been past the first round at Wimbledon. How far is he going to get? Uh, we'll lose first round. Uh, Tanasi Kokonakis, best, uh, we'll... best is uh, first round at Wimbledon. Second round. Uh, John Millman, whose best is he's reached the third round in 2019. Second round. Uh, Johnny Duckworth, uh, his best is he reached the third round last year at Wimbledon. Uh, first round. Uh, the tennis player you were just talking about, Alexi Popperin? Uh, oh, maybe maybe second round. Maybe. Uh, Jason Kubler, who's never been past the first round? I'd love to say second round, but I think Jason will probably lose round one. Uh, Nick Kyrgios, whose best is the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. Oh. Will, he, will, he, will he get back that far? I think he'll play in the quarters. Oh, write that down, everybody. I think you'll play in the quarters. All right. Um, yeah. Alex Demonor, his best is as a third, third round. Third round. Third Sorry. round. Third round. Okay. And finally, Jordan Thompson, whose best is the third round. Uh, again, Jordan's another one that suffered from some injuries. Um, I'd say second round with Jordan. All right. Um, women's doubles. We've got the Aussie imports, Tomlanovic and Saville playing. Uh, will they make an impact on that tournament? I'll tell you what, you'll get a lot of come-ons from Dasha, that's for sure. Uh, she, she does know how to say those words. Um, they might make the second round. And Sam Stoza is back playing with uh, Leticia Chan from Taiwan. Uh, will she get... Will, she's got some pretty Here good go. doubles. Here you go, Professor. Oh, she'll make the semi-finals of the doubles. Ooh, nice. There, Sam Stoza playing doubles... Is a weapon. Is is she the weapon? Well, she no, 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 no. I'm not. We're not allowed to mention his name, are we? We can't mention that though. No, keep going. So no, no. Sam Stosa's doubles, and and Judge, we've talked about this before with Sam. Is that her serve and volley and her smash say that she should be a good doubles player? Yep. And her record indicates that to be the case. Grand Slam doubles mixed. Women's, um, and of course, uh, let's not forget that she she should be a three time um, Grand Slam singles winner. I think her birth certificate is her biggest problem, Kuda. That she had to play in that era. I think how old is she? Although she's sort of 
I'm not sure she's playing all that much these days. Uh, so she's retired from singles and uh, her doubles is her, uh, her go-to now. She wouldn't get much change uh, out of a couple of lobsters, would you? She wouldn't be, she'd be 40, wouldn't she? I think she'd be, she'd be getting late 30s, I would think, Paul, yeah. yeah. Just coming into a prime, some would say. Who's she playing with? Never heard of her. She's not exactly setting the quarter light. What's her name? Taiwanese player. Yep. Latisha Chan. She's played, she's played had a lot some with... stars over the years. Oh, she's played a lot with the Chinese girls. Um, Sam obviously had a great relationship with, um, played a little bit with Ash and a little bit of Casey, but um, she's had a great career with a couple of the Chinese lasses. So, yeah, hopefully she can go all right, uh, Professor. And just in response to Paul, <laughs> Uh, Paul, Eddie, are two lobsters. You'd get two dollars change. Oh, oh wow! Thirty-eight. No, spring chicken. Yeah. Uh, all right, men's doubles. Uh, you've already talked about the double Ks. Um, yep. Possibility to make the finals. Uh, oh, Nick. Nick probably wants to hang around London for a little bit. Uh, it's pretty well, they, got they a pretty good social it. life. They could win so it. Well, they could win it, but I suspect that. Um, Unfortunately, on grass, um, I don't think they will win it because you actually have to make some returns. So um, I suspect they'll make the quarters or semis. There you go. All right. And uh, there's another all-Australian pairing of Ebden and, Ru- and Purcell. Uh, they might make the second round. Okay. And uh, how far will Johnny Pierce get? I'd love to say Johnny would win it. But um, I think John would be happy and he won't mind this, but... Uh, to get out of the first round would be a good start for the boys. So hopefully third or fourth round, oh, third or quarters for uh, the boys. Yeah, definitely. Right, they need well. it to they need it to get through to the um, the season ending um, tournament in London or the O2. Okay, Kurt. Well, thanks for that uh, preview of Wimbledon. We'll have some some more on the show next week when we see how some of those predictions are going. Thanks for listening to the Sports Fan Radio podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and tell a friend. You can get more Sports Fan Radio at our YouTube channel.